The following episode of the Elvis End Podcast is dedicated to the king, the king of podcasts, our friend, Joel Rickenbach. We love you, buddy. The Elvis End Podcast is meant to be a parody of the rock and roll lifestyle and should not be taken seriously. Though the monologues are true accounts as told by some of Elvis's closest confidants, the scenes are improvised and completely fictional. In other words, if you use this information at your local quizzo, you'll not only lose, but likely be asked never to come back. Well, I got a little story that I want you to know. Oh, oh. I'm gonna make that shit up as I go. Oh, oh. I'm gonna start with a little bitty kernel of truth, but then it's gonna turn nutty like a baby root. So take it with some salt and a grain of sand, have a fried banana sandwich and listen to Elvis Ain't. Elvis Ain't. On December 21st, 1970, two of the most powerful men in the world met for the first and only time, President Richard Milhouse Nixon and King of Rock and Roll Elvis Aaron Presley. A now iconic photograph of the two men shaking hands in the Oval Office stands as the most requested photo in the history of the National Archives. The surreal image is more popular than shots of the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Although the image is now part of our popular culture, the story behind the image is not well known. On December 19, 1970, Elvis was involved in a heated argument with his wife, Priscilla, and father, Vernon, taking the task for spending more than $100,000 on Christmas presents for his friends, which included 32 handguns and 10 Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Presley flew into a rage and left Graceland for the next available flight out of Memphis. Without any members of his entourage in tow, Elvis boarded a plane headed for Washington, D.C. Once in the Capitol, Elvis checked into a hotel room under the alias John Burroughs and immediately became bored. Elvis headed back to the airport and caught a flight to L.A. Upon arriving at LAX, Elvis called his pal and sometime chauffeur, Jerry Schilling, and asked for a ride to his West Coast mansion. As soon as he entered his L.A. home, Elvis started showing Jerry all his police badges and guns that he had packed in his suitcases. Proud of his collection of honorary law enforcement badges, Elvis told Jerry that none of them meant a thing because they couldn't give him the authority and protection offered by a badge from the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs. According to Priscilla, Elvis thought that once he had a BNDD badge, no one could stop him. In Elvis's mind, possessing that badge would allow him to legally carry guns and drugs wherever he wanted. After just a few hours in LA, Elvis decided to head back to DC. At 6.30 a.m. on December 21st, 1970, Elvis and Schilling's limo pulled up to the gates of the White House. Their mission? To deliver a personal handwritten note addressed to the President. After leaving the White House gates, Elvis dropped by the offices of the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs for an impromptu meeting with Deputy Director John Finletter. Finletter refused to fulfill E's request for a badge. While Elvis was meeting with Finletter, Nixon aide Bud Crow contacted Schilling at the hotel. Looking to soften Nixon's public image, Crow believed the picture of Nixon shaking hands with the king of rock and roll would show the younger generation that the current president was hip. Arrangements were quickly set in place, and at high noon, Elvis entered the White House. Dressed in a deep purple velvet suit with matching cape, Elvis walked into the Oval Office and was greeted by a jovial yet confused President Nixon. 
After a few quick photos, the king told the president, I'm on your side. He then proceeded to inform the president that the Beatles were largely responsible for the anti-American, anti-war, and pro-drug viewpoints of the younger generation. Elvis then pledged his loyalty and services to the country and offered to help quash the hippie movement. But in order to defeat the anti-American pro-drug movement, Elvis needed a BNDD badge. Nixon was surprised and delighted by Elvis's comments and immediately ordered a badge for Elvis. Nixon thanked the king and Elvis left the Oval Office. The king and the president had a Merry Christmas indeed. All right, King, I got you down for uh, three cars and uh, Baker's dozen on the guns. That doesn't seem to be as generous as I want to be this Christmas. Tis the season. Just throw it at me. All right, um, uh, Bill Bixby on the list? We could put Bill on the list. Give him it's a gun. Bill Give him a gun. gun. Uh, and Margaret? Benz. Benz. Now, we did give her a bed last year. Give her a Benz? That has a sleeper couch in it or something. It's a good idea, like yeah. Murphy's bed out. Like, yeah, jump. exactly, man. Like you pull it out and you're good. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, Norman Tarong, the guy who directed all those great movies. Of mine. Is he on the list? I don't even know how to spell that. Gun, gun and a Benz for him. He's a good boy. Fair enough. We'll put it in the glove department. We'll be a little surprised. Yeah, that's good. If you can put guns mounted on the Benz, just uh, give him like a James Bond special. I got one here, uh, Robert G. Um, yeah, I know who that is. Oh. You, do you know who that is? The, the man we will not speak his name anymore? You want to give him a gun? God damn. I want to give that boy a gun in his mouth. Hi, baby. Oh, hey, Priscilla. What are you doing? Just making out my Christmas list here of Lamar of uh, who's getting all the goodies this year. You're getting some nice stuff, Priscilla. I'll tell oh, you yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Let me have a look at that. Well, it, you might, it, it, there might be some give it spoilers. Give it to me. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Oil slick. Well, yeah. You know, Norman Trong deserves an oil slick. Baby, what is this? It's my Christmas list, man. It's from my friends. And Margaret's a friend of yours? I made a movie with her. I practically, well, we'll leave that out. But, uh, yeah, she's a good friend. We give each other advice on our careers and such. Take that, Lamar. Alrighty. Would you excuse us for one moment? Does that mean you guys are going to leave or should I leave? Um, I'm not sure. Go. We'll pick this up later, Lamar. All right. I'm just going to put guns for the rest of yeah, the Yeah, okay. okay, if I stay sung. Oh, Christ, I didn't even know you were there. You're like a beanbag chair. Oh, Vernon, thank God. We'll need you for this. I'm just here. A lot of guns and Mercedes. That's caught my eye. Lamar, What's come back here. Uh, I'm back. Did someone say that someone gets a beanbag chair? Give me the list. Vernon, take a look at this. All right. Nice. This is like an invasion right. of privacy. Right, there's a lot of guns and cars on here, son. It's yeah. Christmas, man. There's an oil slick, too. We're yeah, man. On oil slick, too. What about something more simple, son? Like a well, coat or a leather bag? Well, I don't know people's sizes and a bag, man. That's like a really personal thing. You want to choose a bag for yourself and what it has the pockets uh, that you need for your accessories and such. I don't want to... Give somebody, and then they gotta re-gift it or return it. And I can always run down and get some gift cards for purple coats and rhinestone oh, bags. Gift cards, man. That's like, like I don't fucking care. Here's some shit. You might as well just give somebody money. I'm not opposed to money. Speaking of money, this Either list has a hundred thousand dollars at the bottom. Does that mean that's the total cost? I don't know, man. I'm not good with numbers. That's the running total so far. Well, yeah, it's a guesstimate. I think. What do you think, Silla? I think we should cut this off. This is getting kind of expensive, this son. This is getting very expensive. Why can't you just give people Hershey's kisses? Well, goddamn, man. Let me put it this way. Did you get out on stage and sell out like 30 nights at the fucking uh, Vegas Hilton? Huh? I can answer that, son. No, no. I can answer it too. No, you didn't. I, I think we can all probably <laughs> yeah. answer that. I think a fucking blind kid can answer that. Well, shit. Sometimes I just want to answer a question around here. That's all. One I knew. I knew that one. And it was no. Yeah, that's right. Goddamn no. Priscilla, did you have to fucking kiss uh, 
Mary Tyler Moore in that goddamn nun movie bullshit that I did. Can I take this one? Go ahead. You can feel this one. No. It's like a game show or something. It is. Lamar. I'm ready. And you sons of bitches have to deal with the colonel on a daily basis like I do? Let me know if you want some help, Lamar. I think, I think we all do, actually. Well, that's a bad question, actually. That's true. He does pretty much control everyone's life. But what I'm trying to say is, I work my ass off, man. That is my money. I earned it. And if I want to give out guns and benzes to the people I love and admire and respect, then goddamn it, man, who's to tell me otherwise? And you're my wife, but you, old man, you're just happy you're on the gravy train. These gravy trains, are they alone on the list? Goddamn, gravy train does sound Well, how much is a gravy train going to cost? I don't know, man. Money is no object. It is an object, though. I'm holding some in my hand right now. Well, it is an object, but uh, you know what I mean, that turn of phrase. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> We're going to go bankrupt. Oh, yeah, man. I got that movie coming up. It's like uh, Elvis, uh, Watch Me on Stage or whatever it's called. And then uh, I got a tour coming up. I'm not going to run out of money, baby. I do not like this. Uh... Second guessing your choices? Yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about. Well, uh, that's what a father does to a son. Can we get back to this game show? Yeah, yeah. There's some... Maybe this is like uh, the $64,000 pyramid, except it's not pyramids and it's not $64,000. It's guns and cars. Uh, what are things that make Priscilla cry? <laughs> I could have answered that. Well, you snooze, you lose, old man. Damn it. But goddamn, man, it's my money. It's Christmas. I'm in the giving spirit. And I will do whatever I want. And there ain't a goddamn thing you're going to do about it, Daddy. There ain't a goddamn thing you're going to do about it, Silla. And Lamar, you, you're all right this time, man. I think you should just get out. Wait, what's my house? Yeah, it's a good point. It is my house that I bought before I ever married you. It's my house that you are living at. But I, I will honor your request. I'm leaving. So uh, maybe I'll be back for Christmas. Maybe I'll go spend Christmas with my friends. And uh, you two can uh, sit here and uh, drink eggnog and uh, cry and all that shit. And I'm, I'm going. I'm out of here. Hold on one second. Look. Mind if I stay here and drink that eggnog with him? Yeah, you can stay here, Lamar. Because I need somebody to keep an eye on this uh, goddamn romper room bullshit. And the eggnog. And the eggnog, man. Next. Look, goddamn, I just want to get out of here fast. All like, right, Out son. of the state fast. Like, what's the next flight anywhere? Anywhere? Did like you have an ASAP, man. Okay, well, you're interested in traveling somewhere nice? I don't want to travel to the ghetto. No, no, I meant about. weather. Yeah, like, you know what I'm talking about? I wrote that song. Oh, you sound, like, you sound like Elvis. Hmm. No, my name's uh, J John uh, Burroughs. Okay, Burroughs. Two, two R's? Uh, Sure. All right. And uh, what about Washington, D.C.? We have that next. That's a short flight, right? Sure is. Give me give me that, man. I'll, I'll take that. That All sounds right. good. All right. And uh, do you have photo identification? Oh, man. Do I? That's okay. Just tell me who you are. Uh, John Burroughs. All right. And it's um, $97, Oh, Mr. man. Burrows. These flights are getting expensive. That with tax? That is with tax, yes. Carry the one. You don't have to do math, sir. You just give me the $97. Don't interrupt me now. I gotta start all over again, man. My fault. Go ahead. Take your time. This one's got Jefferson on it. I won't interrupt you. Um, I think this is right. Yes, this is a $100 bill. It's very close to the actual cost of the flight, sir. Hey, man, you keep the change then. I can't do that. Here's your $3 change. Well, I'm just gonna throw this in your face like that, and if you decide to pick it up, you can. If not, give it to some blind kid or something. I don't know. It's Christmas. Maintenance will probably just put it in the trash, sir. No, yeah, they could probably use it. How many bags will you be checking, sir? Uh, just a phone full of guns and badges and a couple jumpsuits. Boy, boy, that is heavy. Yo, it's got a bunch of guns and badges in it, man. This shit's all metal. I mean, you know. 
is the seat next to me available, or is that uh, still... Uh, uh, let me see. I haven't put you anywhere yet. Would you prefer aisle or uh, window? You got window and just, like, a chair and another chair, not, like, three or four chairs in a row, man. We have emergency row with extra leg room, but you'll have to be part of the emergency crew. That's cool, man. I like that. That's, like, authoritative and stuff. Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign me up for that. Is that more money? Here's another $100 bill. All right. Well, it is a little more money. Put the difference up here. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, this man might save your life if the plane crashes, sir. Yeah, man, I'll remember that shit. What are you, like the co-pilot? No, he's in the emergency route. It's very important. Yeah, man, I got, like, authority and stuff, man. Did you take training for that? I don't need training, man. I know what I gotta do, man. It's like, you go here, you go there. I'm gonna kick this door open with my karate. hey There you go, man. Wow. Well, you have to pay a little more money, and then when they ask you a question, at some point you just say, I agree. Yeah, I can do that. I don't think he's going to agree. He looks a little suspicious. Man, you shut up, man. You curb your tongue, whoever you are. Strange person in line at the airport. Honey, look at this guy. Yeah, he's wearing a cape. So, that reminds me, man. Do you have, like, cape storage? You could probably roll it up and put it in the overhead. I don't want to do that, man. That's going to get, like, dirty and rolly and wrinkly. You know what? I'll just take it off and drape it over You know what, Mr. Barrows? You're so nice. I'll leave the seat next to you vacant, and you can just drape it on that seat. Oh, man. that's Here, it's another $100 bill. I can't take that, sir. I'll just put put it it on the floor. All right, sir. I think you're all set. Where am I going again? Washington, D.C., Mr. Barrows. That's where they got, uh, what they got there? Well, the president, for yeah. one, and um, they have many government agencies there and some really nice museums. Tour guide? Excuse me, this is Mr. John Burroughs' time, sir, not yours. Yeah, that's right, man. John Burroughs. You don't forget that, Jack. John Burroughs. I'm in uh, real estate or something. Oh, shit. My, my plane's bored. Now, I'll meet you in D.C. if you're going there, son of a bitch. Good luck, Mr. Burroughs. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am, sir. Finally. Hey, can you bring a hundred? Just look on the floor. <laughs> Captain speaking. Welcome aboard flight 1620 from Memphis to Washington, D.C. Flying time will be about 78 minutes. Expect a smooth ride. Sooner you guys get your bags put away and sit down to get buckled, we can take off. Would you mind helping me with my bag? It's quite heavy. Oh, damn, man. That bag looks like it weighs more than you. All right, where are you going? Hiya! Oh, you are so strong. Thank you so much, no. sir. Think nothing of it, man. And uh, just remember, I'm your emergency personnel for this flight. So if you got any emergency questions, you just come to me, man. I got this door here. I can pull this fucking handle open anytime and whoa, there you go. Oh. Yeah, but no, it's okay. Uh, I'm a trained professional. I've never flown before. I'm 84 years old, and I'm going to see my grandchildren for Christmas. My first flight, I'm a little scared. Don't worry, man. These people are trained professionals. They know what they're doing. This thing is built to last. I will not open this door while we're in the air, so you don't have to worry about that. We're going to be fine, ma'am. It's a very short flight. We'll be there before you know it. My seat's all the way in the back of the plane. Do you you think it would be possible for me to sit in your cape seat? Uh, oh, man. I don't Uh, take up much room. I'm very, very slender. No, you are about the size of a number 10 envelope. Um, I was going to say number two pencil, but that works too. Yeah, that's a... Um, I'm also very stationary. I'll sit <laughs> perfectly still. Pun. Yeah, I did that on purpose. I yeah, know. Hold on. <laughs> well, you don't have an old person smell, so that's a plus. No, I use fragrance. I don't smell like mothballs. Yeah, that's good. You don't smell like church. 
Those ladies that get hot for God on Sunday mornings, man. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I haven't been hot for anything in years. I'm 84 years old. And you've never flown before, huh? No, I never have. Do you remember the invented flight? I do. I remember the Wright brothers. Personally? Yes. Wilbur and I dated briefly. He was very handsy. On top and underneath. Let me work this out, man. Give me a second. I'll let her own brother and then uh, do my good deed for the day. Carry the one. Um, I'm the emergency, so that'd be like two good deeds. I think we're taxiing. Oh, man. Dude, hold on. Hold on. We're not up in the air yet, okay, man. fair enough. This is your captain speaking. We're starting to taxi out to the runway. If you're still standing, maybe we want to find your seat. And don't forget the emergency crew on board here. There are individuals who are flying with you who have agreed to act as your emergency agent. They're in the emergency rows. They've paid a little more money, and they are very respected individuals. Oh, I get it. You paid more money, so you feel like you're going to shake down a little old lady. I'm not going to shake you down, man. Goddamn, you know what? I was going to let you sit next to me, but the hell with you. Go march your ass back to where you belong, in the back, with the scum. <laughs> That's fair. Have a Merry Christmas. Uh, you have a Merry Christmas, too, sweetheart. And take care. Well, I feel I handled that situation quite well. When the plane goes up, she'll move down the aisle faster, and then we get to her seat. It'll be fine. Yeah, do 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 do. Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. Would you mind, uh, please, uh, fastening your seatbelt before we take off? We're just about to head out to the runway. <laughs> well, here's here's a problem, man. Like I wanna, but I uh, see this belt, like world championship wrestling size belt with this huge buckle. Yes, it's very attractive. Oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, I can't quite get my seatbelt over my belt, and I'm not gonna take my belt off because then my trousers are gonna fall down. Everybody's gonna see uh, all my stuffs. You got like a belt extender, not for fat people, but for belts? Well, sir, I, we don't have any belt extenders, but I, I will inform you that your safety belt can be adjusted. I know that, man. I'm not a goddamn moron. I mean, they made me the emergency personnel person, man. You got some rope or something? A bungee cord? Uh, no, sir. I don't believe we have any rope on board. What, what if I just, like, put my legs up here like this until we uh, take off and I just kind of scrunch up so I can't move? Uh, uh, no, no, sir. I, I'm afraid I'm afraid we can't do that. And while you're at it, would you mind bringing your seat back to the upright position? Excuse me, waitress. I was wondering if I could get some prune juice back here. Man, get in the back where you belong. Safety first, man. I had some questions that I wanted to ask this fine lady. Uh, pardon me, miss, uh, you must have me mistaken for a woman. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I just, I figured this was a domestic job. I'm aware that in the year 1970 that gender roles don't really permit a man to be an attendant on a, a flight such as this. But what is this guy, you, you, a time traveler well, or something? Well, I don't know, man, but uh, let's put man in quotes. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, high five. Well, I broke a finger. Oh, that's all right, you'll be fine. My title is Steward. On this airplane. Fair enough, Stuart. Could you get me some prune juice? I'm a little thirsty and I haven't moved my bowels in over three weeks. And I would like a, 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 a Pepsi and a champagne flute with a, a nice touch of codeine cough syrup if you got it. Oh, I'd actually like one of those too. They're pretty good. Once we have reached our cruising altitude of 35,000 feet, I'll be happy to give you whatever you would like. Mm, sounds like Stuart's into cruising. That's kind of cool. No. Listen, here's the other thing. I had a complaint. I was in the back. I tried to put my seatbelt on. There's so much room because I'm just a little waif of a lady. Well, that's true. When you uh, actually approached me, I thought you were a number 10 envelope. Or a number 2 pencil. Stationary joke. Do you have maybe a bungee cord? I mean, I could take my nylons off and tie myself down to the seat. That's a good idea. Tell you what, miss. 
Let me take my belt off here. Oh my god, he's gonna hit me. Protect me, super- Uh, hi-ya! My neck. Yeah. Was that a judo chop? Judo nothing. That's a karate chop, man. Oh, judo karate? That's I awesome. Hot karate. That's what they call it when I'm doing karate, because I'm usually high. Pun. Are we calling them out now? <laughs> Listen. You fell to the ground. I'm picking up the prune juice. I feel it's only fair. Well, where, where exactly did you get the prune juice out of? Was it just just appear out of thin air? Or? I don't know. It was something was on the ground. Oh, well. Actually, I think this might be gravy. That might have fell out of my bag. You can have that, man. Merry Christmas. I'll tell you what. Because my belt don't work and your belt don't work. Well, you sit here next to me. I'm going to do some Gift of the Magi type shit. I'm going to tie my cape around both of us and that'll act as a belt. Am I going to have to shave my head? What? Gift of the Magi. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm doing something Christmassy. I'm sacrificing something for you, but you don't have to sacrifice nothing for me, man. You don't know anything about O. Henry's work, do you? No, I don't. It's I... a good candy bar, though, isn't it, O. Henry? Fair enough. My neck is still sore, Mr. Burroughs. Yeah, well, I could make the other side even more sore, man. Dangerous weapons here, man. Right in my hands. It's like goddamn killing machine. This was a lovely Christmas. We should do it again next year. This is your captain speaking. If you would just find your way to your seat, buckle up, make sure to respect your emergency agents. We're making our descent into Washington Airport. We'll be landing shortly. Oh shit, DC? I thought this was the state. It's not? <laughs> oh man. I'm in D.C., and uh, there is nothing to do. There's not a good rib joint. Everything's closing because it's the holidays. Got a view of that big building that looks like a dick. Yeah, there's nothing to do, man. Not even the TV's good. Everything's different. Now I got no friends with me. I only got one suit. I am so bored. I think I'll go to, I think I'll go to L.A. and see what's going on there. Next. Hey, man, you got a flight leaving for uh, L.A. like anytime soon, Los oh, Angeles? the City of Angels, sure. We've got one uh, leaving in 40 minutes. You got nothing sooner? No, sir. All right, I'll take it. Name, please? Uh, John Burroughs. Mr. Burroughs, oh, I see you just flew in here. Yeah, and I realized that uh, this place is duller than that old lady I just had a flight with. Goddamn, man. Washington, really? Did you take in any of our museums or government go buildings? For that bullshit, man. Uh, it's like, oh, great. This is some old shit with a bunch of people's handwriting on it. I, I don't care. We'll get you off to L.A. then, sir. Um, I just need some identification. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I got my license with me. That's okay. You can just tell me. Uh, yeah, I'm John Burroughs. I look like this. Quite an outfit you've got there. Does you that know, cape keep you warm? Keeps me warm. It's also uh, made of some sort of material that is resistant to uh, knife blades and uh, bullets. I'm not like a superhero, but uh, not. Well, let's see. We can get you in aisle 16. That's an emergency row, if that's oh, all right with that, you. That is that is perfect for me, man. I am uh, an emergency uh, junkie. But you know, I forgot to ask. They give you a special hat or anything or a badge that says emergency uh, professional on it or anything? They used oh, to damn, give man. an orange band around your waist oh, and like shoulder. Oh, like a sash? Yes, like a sash with a belt, too. Oh, kind man. of like the crossing safeties wear in the oh, schools. Yeah, yeah, that's important, man. You got one of them? No, we had to stop because oh. somebody hung themselves with it. Whew, good for them. Come on! Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. This is Mr. John Barrow's time, and he's an emergency agent on your flight. He could save your life. Abner, look at this faggy cake. It God, keeps man. them warm and protects them. It's yeah, bulletproof. What makes him an emergency 
cage, and I don't see a badge or a sash or anything. I'm reaching my satchel here, and there, here's a badge, here's another badge, here's another badge, here's a goddamn big badge with my photo on it. Oh, I do have a photo ID. It doesn't say Elvis Presley. It doesn't say it says, uh, John, John Barrow. Uh, uh, and we'll just put that back. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Great, so you got badges. Let's see your credentials. It says you can be an emergency evacuation agent. His credentials are his tickets, sir. He's in aisle 16, which is an emergency row, which is a row I won't be putting you in. I'm pointing at my dick. There, there's my credentials. How about that? Actually, yeah, man. Thank you. God damn. You're man. welcome, Mr. Barrow. my back, which is covered with a cape. That'll be $97. Is sorry. that with tax? Yes, it's the flat fee. I like that. Uh, you know, we take credit cards now. I think I got one of them. Hold on. Let me look here. All right. Yeah, this this looks like a credit card, right? It's plasticky. Just uh, ignore that name on there. It's pronounced John Burroughs, but it's spelled like it's Elvis Presley's. As long as you spell it when you sign it like Elvis Presley, not John Burroughs, we should be good. Here, All let right. me run it through this machine here. Man, that's like some karate chop type stuff, man. That's cool. Yeah, you just went, hey like that, man. I did. I swiped it across. It's the latest technology. Look yeah. at that. It imprinted all of your information from the card on these pieces of paper. Oh, yeah. Hey, that blue thing, man. Can I have that? I want to smell that. Well, sure. It'll, it's going to dry up real soon. Ooh, you better yeah, hurry man, up. But it's, it's right before it does, you get a little bit of a contact high. You know what I'm talking about? Emergency agents huffing. This is ridiculous. You know, you are really going to make the shit list, son. And are we on the same flight? I don't know. Where are you flying to? I'm flying to L.A. I just have a question about where the bathroom is. Oh, man. Here's your bathroom. Shit in your hat. Why is he pointing at his dick again, huh? Look at his faggy ring. Man, I'm going to punch you so hard in the head, this ring will be imprinted. And then you will tell everybody that John Burroughs branded you in uh, D.C. You talking to me or her? Uh, both of you. All right, sir. Then uh, you're all paid up. Here's another hundred. Just no, you don't have to no, give me cash. No, just take it. No, you see, sir. I'm throwing it at you. Oh, there. But I can't take a tip, sir. I'll make it rain. You've already paid with your plastic. You see, that's how it I'll works. I'll throw my plastic at you. There. Uh, you're give me that wanna, back. I need it. Here, I'm going to give you that. You're going to want to put that back in your box there. Very here, nice. My little pouch in my belt. All right. Look at his faggy utility belt. <laughs> oh, man. You wouldn't say that to Batman, would you? Batman, the Jewish version of Batman? All right, I think our transaction is complete. Is it complete? It's been complete. Yes, oh, sir. yeah, man. Each, You're ready to go. Here, I'll take sure your bag. No sashes, snatch. What is sashes? That's not snatches. Satchels. <laughs> Satchels. No, sashes. Sashes, man. I think by now everybody knows you're an emergency agent, sir. I think everyone knows you're Elvis Presley. I think everyone knows you're an <laughs> asshole. How about that? Fair enough. <laughs> Captain speaking. Welcome aboard flight 1873 to beautiful LA, City of Angels. Flying time will be about 78 minutes. We expect a cruising altitude of about 35,000 feet. As soon as you get seated, we'll get moving. This has plenty of legroom once again. I like this. I just wish I had that sash, man. Yeah, yes, thank you, miss. Just take care of that for me. Uh, hello, sir. Would you mind uh, please uh, buckling your safety device? Oh, man, I just went through this on my last flight, man. See this giant buckle? I can't buckle my buckle because of this buckle, man. Well, yes, sir, but the safety device is fully adjustable for your comfort. How about I take you and I twist you around like a goddamn Gordian knot and I just make you uh, my buckle, you son of a bitch? Well, sir, I have no idea what a Gordon knot is, but I'll tell you one thing. If you don't buckle that safety belt, we can't get underway. Look, man, I don't need a belt. I got mind over matter, man. I can, like, make my mind and make me stationary just by using my mind, and I won't... Hold it just one second. I believe I know you, sir. 
Yeah, I'm J- John Burroughs. I'm in uh, organic uh, uh, meat or something. You strike me as someone I might have seen on the television. Well, there's a lot of people who look like me. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm very fashionable. I mean, look at this cape and this John buckle. I mean, it's all the rage. I've got it. I know exactly who you are. You can't fool me for a second. Yeah, man, just keep it on the down low. Mr. Goulet, I just want you to know oh that God, your yeah. secret is... Ah! God damn, I'll give you another one, man. I ain't no goddamn Goulet. Fucking Canadian, some bitch. Man, I can't rip your tongue out, you fascist. Excuse me, ma'am, I had a question. Is oh, this Christ, you again. Oh, hi, Cape Man. No. <laughs> yeah. Hold on one second, love. I'll get to you in a moment. Uh, ma'am, is this flight going to make a stop in Washington State? I can't tell you how many old ladies I talk to who think that I'm a woman. Do these look like breasts to you? Yeah, they kind of do, actually. I used to have lovely, ample breasts, but I'm 85 years old. Well, you were 84 on the last flight. Yeah, I was. I had a birthday. I didn't get a cake or nothing. Thanks a lot. Oh, here's a birthday kiss. There you go. That was nice. I'm going to grab your ass because you got no uh, tits to grab. I haven't felt anything down there in years. I have a Gordon's knot in my behind. Gordian, man. Goddamn. You people never read mythology or whatever that was? Man, you were probably there for it. What are you talking about? You know Zeus personally. Okay. I guess there's an accordion knot I'm not aware of. Oh, yeah. Accordion knot. I did have a question for you, but I don't remember what it was. Well, that's because you're 85 years old and you're senile. Happy birthday. Happy oh, birthday yeah, to you, yeah, miss. Yeah, Happy birthday. And Merry Christmas to you. Man. Would you mind if I sat in your cape seat? It's just such a long walk to the back, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have a ticket for this flight. No, that's okay. I paid well more than I should have for this flight. I was just throwing money and cards at people, so I am feeling generous. Why don't you sit there, ma'am? How was your stay in Washington, D.C.? Uh, short and boring, man. I'll tell you, I got there, and I was like, this is so much marble. I can't take it, and I just got out. So a lot of marble, huh? I think they take it for granted here. <laughs> oh, pun. Back on it. Uh, yes, um, Mrs. Batman. Can I call you Mrs. Batman? Oh my sure. God. Uh, Mrs. Batman, we have a seat for you right in the back of the plane right next to the uh, bathroom. She's fine where she is, man. I've already gone to the bathroom where I is. Yes, I can see that. You really at the Batman? Yes, Batman was my husband. Oh, my God, man. How's he doing? Well, he died. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, no. It was years ago. Don't worry about it. Did the Joker get him? It was kind of a Joker. If you consider a drunk driver a Joker. He probably got him goofed up on Joker gas or something, man. That's a shame. Turned out he was two-faced. <gasps> the Joker or Batman is two-faced? Batman, my husband, he was cheating on me. With Robin? Na 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 Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm here in my L.A. home, and I realize as I look at my collection of badges and guns that I got on board that probably shouldn't have got on board that plane, I realize I do not have the one badge that I want, and that's a badge for the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, BNDD badge, the one that will unlock all the powers of carrying weaponry and drugs wherever I want without consequence or jail time, and I realize that my quest for such a, a badge will not be found here in L.A. It's back in Washington, D.C., so I guess I better, uh... Oh, damn, man, I better get on another plane and head back to Washington, D.C. and get myself a badge. Next. Goddamn, let's go through this again. 
on the up ticket to Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. Okay. First thing out, man, like ASAP. And you said you're going to Washington, D.C., not yeah, the state, right? not the state, our nation's capital, uh, where uh, the penis building and uh, the president's at. Yes, okay, I'm familiar. We have one leaving in 30 minutes. Oh, $97. Well, how did you know that? Here's you... 500. I'm just going to throw it in your face. Well, I, I can't take more you than Take it. Emergency seat. Give it to me. Why, you really know what you're talking about. I'm a man about. who knows what he wants. I'm a man who knows his tastes. All right. You well, got you... a sash? No, we don't do the sashes anymore. I'm so. just going to make one. Well, you could do that. Why you don't you make it paper? out? But you could use some of that money you just threw around. Uh, I think defacing money is like a federal crime or something. We also take plastic if you want to do that. Here, I'll throw this at you. And your name is? Um, uh, John Burroughs. Burroughs. All right. Oh, I see you've flown quite a bit lately. I'm a confused and busy man on a quest. Hmm. What kind of quest? What do you do for a living? Let's just say hey. Okay, hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Did I pay you? Here's more money, and here's some plastic. You've paid me quite a lot, sir. Money right. is no object. Here's your ticket. Thank you. But money is an object, by the way. You're holding it. I don't it. know these things, man. I'm not, I'm not good with math. The only thing you have to do is agree to be the emergency agent, because you're sitting in the emergency room. That is fine with me, man. I love being the voice of authority. Well, you're terrific at it. You just... Thank you. Thank you very much. Look I, at all I, these people around there staring at you. Man, I do command an audience, don't I? We're just tired and lethargic. Yeah, Wait. it's uh, me too, man. I just, uh... And gassy! Wait your turns. Too. I got damn, I tell you. Yeah, wait your turn to be gassy. Yeah, man. Pick a number. Carry the one. What? Who was I saying? Personal journey. Sashes. You should get a sash or a badge for this emergency personnel thing, but I will do it. Let me back up. I, I can't believe I haven't asked this question already. You can't back up. There's a lie. God damn it, man. Metaphorically or figuratively. I don't mean literally. This is Mr. Barrow's turn. You'll have your turn, sir. Yeah, man. It's totally fine. We're all calm back here. I just was telling him he can't back up because then he would bump into us. Uh, Safety first. He knows that. He's I an do. emergency agent. If I back up, I will say beep, beep, beep. How about that? That's fair. You can just say excuse me. Either will work. <sighs> I think we're done with this transaction. We sure are, sir. You're ready to go. All right. I'm Take ready to go. Take your bag here. Oh, it's very heavy. All right, everybody. Have a safe flight. And, uh, Sounds good. Enjoy <laughs> your flight, Mr. You too, shopping person. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah if you're a Jewish persuasion. And Kwanzaa if that exists yet. Next. Uh, yes, I'd like one ticket. Okay, and where are you going, sir? Oh, there's an airline. I thought you were selling uh, personal journey tickets. Elvis, 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 Elvis. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. That's a song about the king. This is your captain speaking. Welcome aboard flight 1809 from Los Angeles to Washington, D.C. Flying time is 78 minutes. We'll be flying at an altitude of 37,000 feet. As soon as you get seated and get your bags put away, we'll take off. All right, look, I'm in the emergency aisle. I got my cape here. I got everything. I even bought a belt at the belt store. And I'm going to wrap that around so some asshole store doesn't give me that shit. I'm good. Let's get in D.C. Let's get this. Give me my badge, man. Hi. Oh, you again. Yeah, it was D.C. I was mistaken. God damn, man. You are more fucked up than I am. I know, but I've flown so much. My freaking flyer miles are just out the wazoo. You're not, you're not scared anymore then, huh? You've been flying so much, you've gotten over, you've overcome your fear. Of oh, honey, an 87-year-old can't be afraid to fly. Man, you are aging quick. You got that, like, reverse Benjamin Button disease? I don't know what that reference <laughs> means for at least another 30 years. 
Well, hell no, you do, because that book was written back in your heyday. I mean, F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote that son bitch. They didn't turn it into a movie till well after I was dead. Yeah, well, whatever. We already established. I don't know what a Gordon's Knot is. You think I know reading? Gordon Knot. He recorded that uh, that song uh, about Gordon the Edmund Fitzgerald that's going to happen. I beat you to it. <laughs> Those poor souls down there at the bottom of Lake uh, Gitchigumi. Still no sash, huh? No sash, but look at look what I made with some construction paper and some Crayola crayons. It says emergency marshal chief big guy or something. There's not enough room, so it's kind of just blurbed together, but you get the picture. It's a sash. It works. Yeah, man. You've been very, very nice to a little old lady. You have filled my lonely heart with joy and companionship on these frequent flights this last couple days. It wasn't a couple days. This has all been like one day. I'm not good with time or math or friendships. Or money, or pills, or guns, or management. It's quite a list there you got, buddy. I it gotta could go agree on. with you. This is a quick flight, though. 78 minutes. Yeah. Seems like everything is 78 minutes and $97. I wanted to order something. Do we put in our meal orders now? I think so. I think you put in a meal order and drink order and, uh... Whatever. Oh, here comes this smug asshole. Well, hello there. We have a choice today of... Chicken, beef, mm. or tofu? I don't know what that last thing was, but uh, I'll say yes to the other two. Is that tofu like kung fu? Oh, is that like kung fu? Tofu is actually not a martial art. Tofu is a soy-based product that tastes like meat. You lost me at martial art because this air marshal had an art project earlier and he made a sash. Yeah, look at this thing, man. I got all the colors, man. It's like raw umber, uh, burnt sienna. Uh, Sienna Miller. Sir, I will have to ask you to buckle your safety device. Uh, look, I'm prepared. I'm an emergency guy. I went to the belt store at the airport, and I bought several belts. And I have fastened myself to this chair. I'm not going anywhere. I will probably have to cut myself out of this son of a bitch, which is really not good if I'm an emergency personnel. This knife in my boot will take care of that. Oh, you have a knife in your boot? I have two knives in my boot. Two boots? Two yep. boots? Well, if you had only one boot, it would be a boot, which yeah. is how Canadians say about. Oh, Did man. You know that? I hate Canadians. I hope nobody's a Canadian near me. Uh-oh. You're not Canadian, are you? No, I just chip myself. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mr. Findler, I appreciate you seeing me on such short notice. Pleasure to meet you. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm just going to get right to the point. Um, I want a badge. A BDNN badge. BDNN badge. A BDNN badge. They are really, really hard to come by. Look, man, money is no object, but it is. Oh, I keep being told that. So here's a satchel of money. Wow, uh, I can't take money, sir. You get a gift. It's Christmas. Mr. Merry, Presley. Merry Christmas. Uh, give me a badge. Mr. Presley, thank you very much. And Merry oh, Christmas you. to you, too. This badge you talk about is going to let you carry guns anywhere you want. Uh-huh. Drugs anywhere oh, you want. yeah, a lot of drugs. Only government agents get that badge. If you give me a badge, then I'll be a government agent, and then we're all good. It's not the way it works, sir. You're putting the cart before the horse. I don't think you understand how Christmas works. I'll give you a present. You give me a present. I don't think you understand how the government works, sir. It's as much like Christmas. They give each other gifts, and everybody's happy. Anyway, Christmas, presents, exchanges, give me a badge, and I'll give you this satchel of money. You see, sir, this badge is the highest clearance, so if I give you that badge, I will... basically would be putting you on the level of secret service agents that you don't even know exist. Like, I'll be an undercover agent, and nobody will know that, and I will be uh, thwarting the hippie movement and the drug abusers and doing covert operations while I'm uh, touring the country. I wish I could, sir, but you've had the highest clearance possible to give this badge out, and I do not have that clearance. 
man, you're like the director of this uh, organization, man. You hand these badges out to every asshole that comes through your door. Now, I'm not an asshole as far as I know. Uh, Mr. Finletter, I thought now would be a good time to go over your Christmas list. We're giving badges to uh, most of the department, your wife, your kids, and uh, I believe a satchel to... Thank you, Carol. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like your kids are getting badges. They got clearance. <laughs> Can they do no karate? They do not know karate. Hey! Look at that. God damn, I just put a hole in your wall. That is quite Can a kick. Mr. Finletter, there's a hole in the wall and not to plant down. Should I call maintenance? Yes, Carol. Call maintenance, please. Man, come on. Give me a badge. The badges uh, she was talking about, they're the play badges. These are little plastic badges I'm going to give my I don't kids want no, and my wife. I don't want no plastic badge, man. I want the real McCoy, man. You want the highest McCoy, and we just cannot give it to you, sir. Come on. Give me I cannot do it. Here, here's some money. Give me a badge. I'm give giving you the money back. Give me the badge. Maybe Look. I'll keep this money to pay for my wall. Well, no, let the taxpayers pay that, man. Give me the badge. Badge. No. I'm just going to put this pile of money here, and I'm going to turn my back, and uh, there better be a badge in this place. There'll be a plastic badge. I don't want a plastic badge, man. I want a badge. I want to help you. I want to serve my country once again. Give me a badge. You can serve your country by entertaining us, Mr. Presley, and bringing us out of the times we are in. But I need a badge to do so. It goes good with this cape, you have to admit. Mr. Presley, I would have to ask you, how would flying around the country with guns and drugs help this country? How could it hurt? Give me a badge. No. You turn around, I'll put a plastic badge on top of your pile of money. Man, I don't want a plastic badge, man. It's the best I can do. You have failed me, sir. You have done your country a disservice, and you are a disgrace, but I do respect you, and uh, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, Mr. Finletter, I have Robert Goulet on the phone for you. Bring him right in, Carol. But he's on the phone. How can you bring him in? I was about to say the same thing. Man, you got crazy powers or something. Teach me. Give me a badge. Oh, uh, Mr. President, is this a good time? Well, yes, but why don't you come right in and let's have a talk. I was talking to Margaret out there, and she said, Old Bud Crow, you're going to make the President's Christmas. Well, Bud, I'm all ears. We got a note passed through the gate from Elvis Presley. The Elvis Presley? Well, the only one I know of. He wants to meet you. We could do like a meet and greet situation. It'll help your appearance to the kids. Yes, I, I'm falling behind in the polls with the kids that are 18 to 24. They have no respect for authority. Not a little bit. Look out the window. I see signs that say no war. End the war. Impeach Nixon. I mean, could you imagine impeaching a president? It hurts my feelings. It hurts my feelings. I voted for you. I, I write in my diary every evening before I go to bed. Well, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, and I take a look at these signs out in front of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and they say, impeach Nixon. Nixon's a bad guy. Nixon is a crook. I saw one that said you're a asshole. That really, really hurts my feelings. Yeah, it hurt my feelings, too, because it said you're a asshole. And I was like, that's not even grammatically correct. It should say an asshole. An asshole. It's like an historic. Would you do that for the H's? I always feel weird doing that. No, no. Y is definitely a vowel. And if you have to say history or historical, it has to be an history. But if I was taking a history test, I wouldn't say I'm taking an history test. Get my chief of staff in here and he could answer these questions. All right. Well, here's what I can do. I can set up a deal with you... And Elvis Presley right here in the Oval Office. I've got my camera, 
and I'll take a picture. I tell you, I'd love to meet Elvis Presley. I'll bring him in here when he gets here. Don't bring him right in. He doesn't he have to go through security. Just bring him in. Oh, he's here. <laughs> Mr. President, you are hip, man. Mr. Presley, I'd like to shake your hands, well, sir. Well, shake your hands, sir. I voted for you. Twice. It is an honor to meet you, sir. And I just want to say... I'm against those kids outside. One kid called you an asshole. They uh, called him a asshole. An a asshole, a asshole. Which even I know is, is grammatically incorrect. And it's I possibly. am not good at that stuff. Well, it did say you were. And he got that right. He got the apostrophe R. Right, which you would think he'd get that wrong. Sometimes people just write you are. Yeah. You are. You're an asshole. It's these damn kids. It's with these kids, with man. Their, their grass and their oh, man. music. Their grass and their acid and their... Their tubular bells and all that stuff, man. And pills. And pill, well, that's easy on that. Okay. I tell you, Mr. Presley, you're really speaking my language here. Well, man, I got to tell you, this attitude of this younger generation, I can reach these kids and then I can infiltrate their ranks and put the kibosh on their drug-abusing, anti-American viewpoints. And, what uh, is that, a Greek dish? Uh, kibosh? I love a good kibosh. I believe it's uh, Mediterranean. Marjorie, a couple kiboshes? Sure, it's Moroccan. Sir, anyway, I'll, I'll cut to the quick, man. I want to serve my country, but I just ask one favor in return. Uh, anything. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Presley, you just name it. I want an actual honest-to-God agent's badge for the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, the BDNN. It's not the BNDD, it's the BDNN. Goddamn, man, I'm all confused. The I know. B the BNDD. Let That's me give you man. a... Let me give you uh, an history of the B BNDD really quickly. You will listen. Hit it. Uh, the Bureau started in the year of... Uh, Our Lord. Ought five. Nailed it. I won't tell you which ought five that was. I think we can all figure that out. No. Yeah. No. Anyway, give me a badge. I want to carry guns and drugs wherever I go, but in a good way to serve our country and our Lord. You wanna? You, whoa! Uh, he's he's an Christian. You're an you're an Christian. Uh, I am Mr. Presley. A, and a Christian like you wouldn't believe. So let me get this straight. You're looking for a Jesus badge. You want a Jesus badge? No, no we no, can no, totally no. give you well, a Jesus badge. Yeah, I won't yeah. object to a Jesus badge. It's the highest badge in the land. Well, it is. that would be great. But I would also seriously like the badge for the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs. Well, ju just before I just give you a badge and send you on your way, I, there's a couple of stipulations I'd like to make. I have a problem in this country. The kids of this country are a really large portion of the the voter base in this country. Those those goddamn baby boomers. All those soldiers came home from World War II and just Whoa. fucked like rabbits. Ooh, I'm getting hot. Oh, yeah, Margie, I forgot that you were here for a moment. Margie, by the way, do you have that Greek yogurt that we uh, that right uh, here, sir? Uh, um, thank you. And anyone else for Greek yogurt? Oh, no, delicious. no, thanks. It, it destroys my my pooper. As it were. Oh, uh, it keeps me keeps me regular. I use fenament gum that keeps me regular. It's a laxative gum. It's oh. delicious and uh, it goes down smooth. But you ever had fenament gum? I would love to have some. Don't yeah. put it in your asshole. You chew on it. Oh, glad you cleared that up. Anyway, I would be happy to give you the authority to tote guns and drugs wherever you like in this fair country of ours. That would be a great honor, sir. But what I need you to do is I need you to go out in front of 1600 and swivel your hips around a little bit and get these kids to listen to you. Like a Pied Piper sort of situation. Get them to follow you and lead them to, uh, I don't know, West Virginia IA or something. Just lead them to the Potomac and drop them in. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. You give me that badge and I will do anything 
for you. Uh, but do me a favor. Go uh, go visit, uh, what's his name, deputy director of the BNDD. Well, John Finletter. Finletter. John Finletter. I just came from him, and he was like, I will not do that. He turned you down. Not only did he turn me down, he turned down the huge pile of money that I put in front of Whoa, him. Whoa, interesting. Which is like communism as far as I'm concerned. Hold on a second, boys. I'm looking it up. I know why he wouldn't give you a badge. Why that? Because they don't have badges for that position. Oh, that's right. I forgot. The BNDD, they don't wear badges. Nope. They they this, wear sashes. Yep, it's a strictly sash uh, situation. It's like a you know crossing guard that you see at the elementary schools. They hold up the stop sign. Hey, it's man. like this big bright orange sash and a belt. You know what, man? You give me one of them, that's even better. I can make it part of my ensemble. It would look great with my capes and my various jumpsuits and things. And wear it on stage and maybe, maybe they will subliminally change their minds about drugs and the war. You don't think a sash would be uh, too gaudy? Man, look at this goddamn belt. You think that's too gaudy? Uh, Margie, do me a favor. Go into that, uh, that the Oval Office um, closet over there. Way ahead of you, sir. Yeah, thank you. You do realize these sashes are made from uh, American currency. We ran out of nylon and, and we ran out of orange pigment, so we just thought, well, you know, we staple a bunch of $100 bills together and put them on, man. Does it say, like, Bureau of uh, Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs Special Agent or yeah, something? Yeah, we, we, we just put it on there in Sharpie. Well, that, that's fine, boys. I'll take it. I mean, here you go. That is, thank Ooh. you so much. No, wait, let me put it on you. Yeah, hold on. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Get a picture Margie, of that. get the stapler from the desk, will you? Right here, sir. You're going to staple it right on, though. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to staple the last two $100 bills together here, right, right in front of the. And it never comes off. And never did. You have to shower with it. Okay, but uh, I don't really shower these days. I, I take this pill that is supposed to cleanse your body from the inside to save time. What What do you mean cleanse from the inside? I don't Man, understand. science, Mr. President, pills are the future of scientific evolution, as it were. And we don't need to take showers anymore. We can just take this pill. And uh, you don't uh, ever have to shower. It like, cleanses you. I think it comes out your your poop or something. Well, uh, that that's very informative, but but maybe we can put together a, uh, some research on here, that. Here, here's some pills here. You just take these. Should I try them? Should we do like a little experiment here? Right. Whatever. Man, and these, if you just crush them and just snort them, man. He's wearing the sash. This is going to be good. All right, I'll do it. Uh, these don't, I snort them. I don't, like, well, they don't these, go in my butt like the gum did. No, well, the gum don't go in your butt. Oh, that's crap. Cool. I put the gum in my butt. Oh, man. No, you, you, can't, how do you, you can't chew with your anus. No, but it well, doesn't work that way. I thought it was like a two-part situation. I chewed it up and then I put it in my butt. No, I like a suppository. That, yeah, like a suppository. Uh, gu- a suppository gum. Yep. Yeah, but no, you shouldn't do that. But if it, if it's fun, let me know. Well, check out this bubble. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Next. Man, I, I, I want one ticket to meet Mr. Claus. All right, we can do that. It's $97. Here's a, like 100 Here's another 50 No, that's plenty. That's no, too much, actually. Merry Christmas. Well, you're kind of big to be sitting on his lap. Man, you are never too big to meet Mr. Santa Claus and sit on his lap and tell him what you want for Christmas. Well, there's the Christmas spirit. Man, I got Christmas spirit coming out every pore of my body. Okay, well, you'll be next. Um, you only have 78 minutes to sit on his lap. Tell him everything you want. Man, only 78? Well, I'm going to have to cross some things off my list then, because uh, the time is of the essence. If you prepare your list, get I ready. I my list, and I've checked it twice. I feel that we are on the same level as far as uh, celebrity goes and importance in the country and you, the world. You do look familiar. What's your name? It's John Burroughs. Barrows, okay. Oh, I see you've been here before. You know, it's not my first Christmas, man. I, I, I've talked to Santa plenty of times, but this year it's an extra special Christmas. 
Well, he's the man for a special Christmas, and it looks like he's ready for you. Oh, man, thank you very much. Here's another $100, and here's a, here's a credit card. That's Just not keep necessary. That. All right, I will take you up to Santa. Hold my hand, little boy. Don't I know you? Uh, maybe I'm an elf. You seem very familiar. You seem like a lady named Batman that I met. Well, I actually have a sister named Batman. Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh, I have met her. She's a splendid, splendid lady. Yeah, well, I'm uh, Dolores Superman. Su- Superman? Yeah, that's my name, Dolores Superman. I'm oh, wow. I'm an elf here. Oh, man. Jewish elf? Y- yes, a Jewish elf. There's nothing For like Christmas? What's wrong with that? That really doesn't make any sense, but all right, whatever. Um, I guess if Neil Diamond can cut a Christmas album, you can be a, you can be an elf. One of the best. I'm going to walk you up, to, and I'm going to... Oh, I'm supposed to actually pick you up and put you on Santa's lap. You couldn't pick up a piece of dog shit. No, it's very true. I don't even bother. Who would? I know, it's actually ridiculous. It is ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Gray doggy poop to gray doggy poop in the wind. That's like a song. Yeah, poop in the wind. Eh, not really. All right, here's the thing. When you get up there, Santa has a seat belt that you have to strap yourself in so you don't fall off. Oh, man, I don't know if that's going to fit, but uh, hey, I got I got some uh, extra belts in my back pocket. Then maybe that'll work. What are you going to ask Santa for, little boy? Well, if I tell you, then it won't come true. Yeah, it's like a birthday wish. Yeah, man. I've had 89 of those. Really? Yeah, I didn't really? say we were twins, see? Wink. Fair enough. Well, thank you. Here's $100 bill. I'm going to put it in your mouth so you'll shut up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, damn, you scared me. Oh, here I thought I was the only one in the mall that was wearing velvet. Hell, man, it breathes so well. So stylish, I might consider purple velvet myself. You should, man. It would really match your uh, beard. Let's cut out the shit talk and get right down to the skinny, Santa. Before you start telling me about your Christmas list, I'm going to have to ask you to sit down on Santa's lap. Yeah, no no problem. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I've got my belt. I'm going to wrap this around you and me. Yeah, please, strap us in. Boy, are you wearing a bulletproof vest, young man? I am, Santa. Much like you, my, my life has been threatened so many times. Why would people want to kill you? Well, because I'm who I am. John Barrows. John Barrows is right. But between you and me, Santa, I'm, I'm Elvis Presley. Oh, well, we'll just call you Little Johnny. Little Johnny, what would you like can, can for you, Christmas? Can you not call me Little Johnny? It makes me sound like I'm um, touched by the Lord, if you know what I mean. The sweet touching of the Lord, like a simple man. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just call me uh, just, just call me John. John's fine. JB. Oh. How about JB? JB sounds good. John. JB is better. JB. 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 Oh, JB. Oh, well, little JB. What would well, you like just, for Christmas? Well, look, Santa, all I wanted this year was a, was a badge for the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, and I got it. Without your help, I must say. I did it all on my own through my personal connections and my charisma. So what I want you to do, Mr. Santa Claus, is I want you to spread kindness and joy to all the people of America. And uh, who's our allies? Uh, there's Britain. Uh, Germany's good again. Canada. Part of it. Um, let's not talk about Canada. Um, I want you to wish and grant them and deliver them the gift of kindness and joy and happiness and all that good stuff. And um, that? Oh, well, little JB, may I ask you about your sash made of $100 bills and little staples? Yeah, man. This is no ordinary sash, man. This is from the President of the United States. This makes me a full-fledged, goddamn 
king of the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, super special secret agents and stuff. I'm and fairly certain it's a federal offense to deface money like that, Mr. Burroughs. You would be correct if it was not for the fact that the government itself defaced this uh, thing, so it's null and void and all that stuff. Oh, okay. As long as the president did it, it's fine. That yeah, the, he is. He can do anything he wants because he's the president of the United States. Yep. But goddamn it, Santa. Give everybody love and joy and peace. That's what I want this year. Peace between nations. If you could give me that, Santa, you would make my Christmas complete. <laughs> little JB. You could drop that little shit. I ain't so little, man. Oh, one more thing. Um, <clears throat> I heard this thing called a Jesus badge. Uh, if you could give me one of them. Uh, that might open a lot of doors for me, so, uh, yeah. Ho, 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 ho! Harry Krishna. Well, I got a little story that I want you to know. Oh, I'm gonna make that shit up as I go. I'm gonna start with a little bitty kernel of truth, but then it's gonna turn nutty like a baby root. So take it with some salt and a grain of sand, have a fried banana sandwich and listen to Elvis Hain. Elvis has left the building.